Hey everybody, thanks for downloading the show. Before we begin, I just wanted to let you know that we recorded this on the Friday before the Super Bowl, so there's some chat in the color commentary segment with Haywood Turnipsey Jr. that just, sadly, will never come true because you can't go back and change Super Bowl victories, outcomes, etc. In case you don't already know, we have another show. Well, I have another show. My name is Brandon. I have another show. It's called Ubi Est Mia. It's on the WGN Radio Podcast Network. It's all about Chicago by former Chicagoans, because if there's one thing Chicagoans like to do, it's talk way too much about Chicago, especially if they no longer live there. So previous guests include Megan Gailey, who you've heard on this show many times, Marty DeRosa, who you've heard on this show many times, Simpsons writer Larry Dill, who you've never heard on this show, Elia Einhorn, who you maybe you've heard on this show like five, six, seven years ago. We've been doing this since Bush was president. God damn, that's a long time. Anyways, uh, here you go. Here's You Meet Them Everybody Live at the Wonderland Ballroom with Allison Lane, Haywood Turnip C. Jr., and many, many more special friends. Oh, stick around to the end, because Cinema Hearts are a fantastic band, and I like them a lot. So, yeah, thanks for downloading. Here's the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. You're at the Wonderland Ballroom. You made it. You've left your comfortable house to come out in the not-at-all-fun February weather in Washington, D.C. It was 62 days ago. It's 30 degrees now. The world is ending that being said, why couldn't Iowa just vote Trump and let me have some fun? Come on, guys. It's Black History Month. Let the white guy in Iowa win for everybody. He's just a fun wrestler. It's all a joke. You guys don't know that? And David Brooks, the columnist that everyone in this room loves and adores, David Brooks, uh, he's a piece of shit. He wrote about how Donald Trump is a wrestler, and I did that two months ago, and no one gave a shit, but since David Brooks did it, no one really gives a shit. So this is going to be a fun show tonight, guys. It's a fun time. We have a great band. I'm so excited for the band. They're called Cinema Hearts, and I've never seen them before, and I'm so excited to see them. And without them, you don't get to hear my voice, because without them, the soundboard is fucked up. By the way, we've been doing the show here for four fucking years. That's a horrible... We've literally matriculated here. Can't figure out a goddamn board. We should kill ourselves. And if you're going to kill yourselves, here's how to do it. Become a professional wrestler. I'm wearing a junkyard dog pin. He was one of my faves. He died on the road. It's a fun show, guys. We're going to have a fun time tonight. Part of me cares about this more than anything in the world. Part of me just doesn't care about anything in the world anymore. I'm going to a new therapist, and I don't think I like her. Why am I going to a new therapist? I think I should be going to a therapist. I started making up a drinking problem to my therapist, and then we actually did the math, and she's like, you don't drink as much as you think. I was like, what about cigarettes? I was like, you've been smoking two months. Like, oh, yeah, I should probably start smoking her. Why am I going to you? I don't know why. Because I, I'm, this is the whitest monologue I've ever done, guys. <laughs> Go Trump. He's a fun fella. It's a joke. You guys know it's a joke. My wonderful wife. I love her dearly. Guy, the young people in the crowd, are you okay? You look so young people in the crowd. You look your age. It disturbs me so. I'm now the, I feel like the dad of the bands that play the show now. When I started this show, I was your age. This is your future. It's in really nice suits. You get to wear a really nice suit, and you get to go on TV and bullshit your way through segments. I went on TV and just lied. I just go on. Do you guys know? It's so much fun. Here's how to go on TV. Send an email, and then they put you on TV. It's that fucking easy. Nothing's that hard, asked Jimmy Fallon. He has a great life, and I'm somewhat jealous of him. I'm somewhat jealous of him. No, no not drunk man breaks two hands in two months. That's just huge screaming alcoholic. He's fine. It's just he's, he doesn't have a drinking problem because he's number one in the fucking raids. I'm making up drinking problems to my therapist. Guys, I have the best life. Try to be white during Black History Month. That's my advice for everyone in Washington. 
Washington, D.C. Why doesn't anybody, maybe I just don't go to enough comedy shows. What about you, young man? Why am I doing this? That's, you're, you're literally going to play on the show later, and I'm just going to say things that make you hate me. Why am I doing that? I wish I had a son like you because you have blue eyes and blonde hair, and I know the future is bright for you. I didn't have that future. I had a different future. Fucking awesome future. I'm doing this, and I get paid. Guess what my job is? It doesn't matter. Here's the point. I get to watch wrestling in the corner on my screen all day long, and my coworkers are too nice to say anything about it. Like, I'm not clearly watching 32 years of WrestleMania at work in the corner. Guess what? You could say whatever you want on a microphone. No one gives a shit. You could literally, you could cut yourself open, figuratively, of course, figuratively cut yourself open, expose all of your teachers. No one really cares. It's the best. Who's your favorite wrestler? It doesn't matter. The answer is Rowdy Roddy Piper. Here's why. He genuinely loved his children. Now, I... You're a young man. By the time when Rowdy was your age, you're you're a young man. He had been kicked out of his house, and he was sexually harassed. Why are you laughing about this? But you don't know what I'm gonna say. I know why it's funny. No, it's not funny. It's really sad. Listen, Rowdy's the best. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? If you, oh, you do. That bums me out. I was hoping that you had no idea what I was talking about. Here's the thing. Stone Cold Steve Austin beat his wife, and that's why he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Donald Trump in the WWE Hall of Fame. Next president, hopefully, he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. That's all I'm saying. I don't care if it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't care if it's The Rock. I want somebody in the WWE Hall of Fame. Here's the good thing about this show. I'm not so repulsive that people instantly walk out. I get a lot of these like, is he, is he JK or is he serious? Do we have to have a petition? Okay, final thought. <laughs> and then we all kill ourselves and we watch the lovely band, but we're going to have a show in between. Does everybody know about the men's rights activist thing? <laughs> Seriously. No, I'm not joking. Like, this came up at therapy because I'm making up problems. <laughs> There's a men's rights activist. Do you know what men's rights activists are, young people? You do know. Oh, that's so depressing. I'm so sorry. that That's a thing that's in your world and not mine because I'm an adult man. Anyways, so these adult men are like, hey, we should legally rape, even though, like, that kind of the thing. Anyways, they're all pieces of shit, but that's like the point. Th and now a bunch of like well-intentioned people, both men and women, are like, hey, that's bad. And, th and people are like, yeah, that's, that's bad. We should shut down that rally. But like, that's like protesting the Klan in 2016. Like, it's not a thing you should worry about. And now all, the, all these people are like shutting down these rallies and shining a light on the rallies. And I don't know if I'm a hypocrite because in my, in my very small worldview, you shouldn't give credence to like hate mongers like that. You shouldn't just pour gasoline on the fire of clear ignorance. That being said, Trump 2016, this is going to be fun. And I, 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 I'm seriously confused because like, I don't, I don't want to just stand on the sidelines and like let horrible things happen. But at the same time, no one's going to fuck sadness anyways like that. That being said... Seriously, please elect Trump because I want to write a book about this and I have this wrestling knowledge that I have to use for something or else my whole life has been a waste. Coming to the stage right now, she, her name is Allison, and she is going to be a reason that you stay in the room. I'm so glad she's here or else this is becoming a men's rights rally. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Allison. Or keep Hello. You could sit there if you oh, want. Oh, I sit now? It'd be weird if we just is stood that, Is that okay, sir? Can I sit? Hi. Hi, how are you? I have to move things. That's fine. I have to move things around. That's why I figured you'd want to sit rather than like stand next to me awkwardly. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be super weird. I haven't seen. I actually. Hi, Brandon. 
Hi, how are you? I've actually seen you quite a bit, and you didn't know it, and that sounds really weird. Why are you creeping up on me? I think you go to work when I'm, like, running home from work. That's still weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Anyways, <laughs> here's how you go on TV. You Hi. go, hey, I got an idea for a story, and then you go on the TV, and then you talk about that story, and then, because you're hungover, you're like, uh, best bartender in Washington, D.C., Allison Lane. It's me! I'm the best bartender in Washington, D.C., according to Brandon Weatherby. Yeah, when he's drunk. That's pretty cool. No, hung, <laughs> hungover. Hungover. You've never. Did I provide that? Did no. I, oh, that sucks. No. Why won't you let me get you drunk? Because we're ch- good friends and it's weird. I mean, it's not that weird. All right, cool. Anyways, <laughs> the last time we did a show together was December 13th. It how was. Have, how have things been? Things have been great. What's there was a holiday. Oh, yeah. And then there was another holiday. How were the holidays? And then there was a third holiday. What was the third holiday? Martin Luther King Day. Okay. What, you don't celebrate Martin Luther King Day? You don't believe in that, Brandon? It's Black History Month. Why That's why silent? I'm wearing like, a junkyard dog pin. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, here's the thing. The junk, the, for the people that aren't me, the junkyard dog was a wrestler. Was because he, he passed away on the road. Uh, he was big in the 80s. He was, ve- he was a fan favorite, like top five in the early 80s, early uh, days of WrestleMania. But his thing was, he like had chains around him. Like Mr. T. Kind of, but way better. C- fuck Mr. T. That's not like a controversial statement. I just don't care Mr. T because he was friends with Hulk Hogan. Because he's not a wrestler. Was no. he a wrestler? He, he was in WrestleManias two and three, but he wasn't a wrestler. Oh. No, fuck Hulk Hogan because Hulk Hogan and they were friends. So well, that's not really fair to Mr. T. Yeah, it is. It's wrestling. I get to make up. No, I've lost the entire <coughs> crowd. How many times could we keep track? At Anyways, four. Happy Black like History sh- Month. Thank you so much. Uh, for the listeners at home, I'm black. <laughs> Woo! I've never said that on microphone. For the listeners at home, I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should try that. No, I really don't. I'm white in you America. Should ra- I you don't should totally switch. Rachel Dolez out of this like, show. <laughs> I'm Brandon Weatherby, and I'm black. If you were a black man, Brandon Weatherby, what's the first thing you would do besides go to jail? Now, thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate it. Guys, we did it. We did it. Oh, we did it. People left? Yeah, we did it. Let's have a round of applause. Uncomfortable talk about race is the thing that usually walks the crowd. (laughs) Good thing our next segment is color commentary. It's going to go over. I cannot wait. Um, The first thing I would do if I was black? Yes. Ask if I could be white again. It's so much oh, easier. It's true. Do you uh, literally? Your favorite food is a black man. The same food as a white man. I'm sorry. It's the same. What is it? I don't. Talk it's not green bean casserole, is it? Because black people don't eat that. Yeah, it's green bean casserole. <laughs> you know, classic white food. Green bean casserole. What's your favorite food? Oh God, spaghetti. Yeah, classic favorite black people food, spaghetti. Because you can get that at the carryout, <laughs> which I learned when I moved to D.C. You can get anything that you love at the carryout. You know, like spaghetti, Philly cheesesteak egg rolls, That's mumbo <laughs> sauce. Yeah, my favorite is anything feelings. with mumbo sauce is my favorite food. It's great. <sighs> why are we doing this? Um, why not? Multiple. Re- it took how long to get the correct? Because and it's still obviously still not correct. Because you can only do heroin for so many hours. <laughs> That's fine. We might as well do this show. You look fantastic tonight. Please Thank describe. Thank you so much. Please describe your outfit to the listener I at home. I am wearing a crop top in February. And Thank you're you. wearing a pleather. I'm, I'm wearing a pleather skirt. It's awesome. Thank you. I'm mostly wearing this because after I leave here, I'm going to a lesbian witch party, and it's going to be tight as fuck. 
What makes something a lesbian witch party? I don't know. Lesbian witches organized it. That's pretty. Yeah. It's actually pretty tight. The last time I went to the lesbian witch party, I had to leave because it was way too awesome. It was like, it was way, like, they were way too crunk, like, way too fast. And I used the word crunk for an event that happened in 2015. So, like, that just dated me and, like, <laughs> that did not make this party sound awesome, but I promise you it was really good. Very, <laughs> very young people that are in the band, have you ever used the word crunk in conversation? <coughs> no? Yeah. Oh, boy, we're very old people. You know what? One time I said in context that Chipotle, Chipotle, Chipotle. <laughs> That's my favorite I've food. had a few uh, shots. Um, Chipotle, it's far too crunk in here. Their capacity had crunkness had been maximized at Chipotle. And people at Chipotle laughed. Let's bring up the that one person. That was so shitty. That was a really bad story. I know. I'm really good at this. Yeah. Uh, let's bring up the one person on the show that's definitely older than us. Coming mm. to the stage. <gasps> coming to the stage <laughs> is uh, one of my favorites. We've isolated every crowd we've ever been in front of, yet I keep inviting him back because he's my favorite guest I've ever had on the show. Same. Coming to the stage, please put your hands together for Haywood Turnipsey Jr. We're going to do a segment we call Color Commentary. This is my favorite. Because if there's, there's two things people love hearing about in a bar, which is God. That'll be the next segment. And race relations. So here we go, guys. It's going to be fun. Hey, guys. Isolate is a strong word. <laughs> yes, we, it is. We've isolated people. That's what white people did to black people when they brought us here. hey Happy Black History Month. Sorry to do that to you on a Friday night. Haywood. Haywood. <laughs> What's your favorite food? My favorite food? Fried chicken, of course. Really? Popeyes, to be exact. I love Popeyes. Have you seen the Popeyes chicken commercial? Yes. It's awesome. People say it's racist, right? I call her Chicken Mammy, so yes. It's very That's racist. exactly the commercial. You guys see the commercial, right? She'd be, she come out, she'd be like, mm-mm-mm. I've been baking biscuits for like 12 years. Got that chicken for you, nigga. <laughs> But that's how the commercial should go. Spices. That's exactly how the commercial should go. That is not racist. That is factual. <laughs> the racist chicken commercial is KFC. That's a racist chicken oh, commercial. Oh God! Really, right? You feel Hold it. on. Hold on. Why are people sighing? Because they brought the Colonel looks like a fucking plantation owner. He's yeah. always that's who. That's what he was. No, he, he wasn't even a Colonel. He was just an honorary colonel because he somehow he hoodwinked a couple of Negroes out of their original herbs and spices recipe. Oh, my God. Is that how you become Have a you seen the commercial? Like, the latest commercial has him walking out of a plantation. Like, look at what I stole from these Negroes that I stole. <laughs> too, <laughs> too much? Was it too much? Too soon? Too soon? Too soon to tell that joke during Black History Month? My mom is... That joke usually kills. My mom asks about you... I think you said you had a white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes doing Black History Month sitting in the front row. Where is Zach Morris? Right there. Where right there. <laughs> hey, how you doing, sir? Like, you're in a group with an Asian woman. You're hip. That's, uh, you know, you're hip. They're all. Don't, don't. Check, check. Hey, hey. Isn't this great? I have to hold the mic. I have to put pressure on the bottom of the microphone. Now you know what black people go through. Nope. <laughs> we have to put the pressure on the bottom of life. I don't think that's a, that does, that analogy makes no sense. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, not, it does. It's hard for you tonight, Sorry, right? You it's it hard you. for you tonight, right? We're like a baseball team, like, and I'm trying to catch a cat. 
<laughs> Did I ever tell you the <laughs> my W. Kamau Bell cab story? No. It's pretty basic. Do you guys know who W. Kamau Bell is? Yes. He, Your crowd does. He yes. had a show on FX, then FXX, and he had a show on uh, CNN. coming up on CNN. Sure. And he's, what, he's like 6'6 six, six or 6'8, six, very tall black man. 6'3. No, dude. He's, he's not that much taller than I am, but now we don't have no, Brandon. No, 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 things. no, I'm 6, no, 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 you're like 6'5, aren't you? No, man. Six, like, you, you're white, you should be able to tell six, exactly. How tall are you? Don't six want to two, say, six two. I'm six two. No, you're not. No, we don't want to stand up. I, I want to prove how tall I am. Just let's whip dicks out. We, no, we're gonna whip dicks out and see who, whoever dick hit the floor. <laughs> when you hear, then you know. Okay, number one, stop stealing from Cat Williams. That's a big part of one of his specials. <laughs> Number two, no, I think you're taller than six two. Anyways, no, six two. he's six a two. he's a tall man, and we did it. He did a show at sixth and I, and mm -hmm. we went out afterwards, and it was like a stereotype. It was like a yeah. joke. Right there in Chinatown, you are not catching a cab. I had to flag down the cab, and then he had to cross the street. Didn't we say that? Didn't yeah, we, say we that? just had a conversation about this. That's why I you had have a friend white pop friends. out of the bushes and yell "white hands," and a cab turned around and just <laughs> <laughs> she goes "white hands," and a cab did a U-turn yeah. in the middle of the street. So when you asked me the first thing I would do <laughs> if I became a black man, I would ask to be a white man because it's fair. easier. It is. Yes. Winning. Mm. Winning. White people. Steal so many things if you're a white person. <laughs> yeah. You can steal Like an lives. entire culture. States, countries, people, cultures, anything. <laughs> it's not called stealing. <laughs> it's called appropriation. Oh. That's, a, that's too that's many syllables. I, like, black people would just steal your car. White people would steal you from your country. <laughs> <laughs> and then make you make the car that you was making in your country <laughs> for their country. No country for old white men, as they say. I've been, I've been watching The Man in High Castle on is Amazon. It, I watch it? How is it any different than America now? That's all I want to know. How is it any different? Black people only live in one place. <laughs> it's called a ghetto. Mm. See, I feel like that. <laughs> I, now, now I want to watch that show it's good. because it's I good. feel like it's I would love that joke, you, but I haven't seen whatever. the show. It's a big what? It was a Philip K. Dick book. And yeah. I'm going to lose my street cred, but it's a short story. Like, what, what would happen if the Nazis and the Japanese actually had won World War II? So this whole thing is based upon that. And like, of course, there are black people because the Japanese people are like, we don't want to do that to black people. But in Europe or in Germany, which is like from New York to about Chicago, there are no bulls meaning no Michael Jordans. <laughs> okay, too much. Too soon? This is World War II we're talking about. Uh, people don't like to talk about slip. Uh, you just progressed 80 years. They definitely don't want to talk about World War II. We don't have to talk. We Give it 200 more years, and then we could... <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what's wrong with America. That's why we do this show. That's why we do color commentary on this show, to remind people that, hey, these things actually happen, and we don't want them to happen again. Like... People say, hey, why do we have Black History Month? And let's be honest, do you think I really want to tell my child why we have Black History Month? They're like, Daddy, why are we celebrating? Like, we talk about this every day. Why is there a month for us? Well, it's not for us. It's to remind people that there was a us before there was a us. Before there was a US, even, there was a us. And he was like, what did they think about us? They thought we worked really hard for free. <laughs> he was like, kind of like the way you make me do the dishes? And I was like, right, nigga, get in the kitchen. <laughs> point being, <laughs> point being, this is Black History Month, and, and, and like, okay, we're talking about the man in the high castle, we're talking about, one thing that I know, in Germany, they actually have kept the 
uh, what do you call those things, concentration camps, and they make German high school students, I saw a documentary, they make high school students go to the concentration camps just to say that this is done in our country and this was done by human beings to other human beings, so we don't want this to ever happen again. Here in America, I've been to a plantation, but it was for a reggae festival. <laughs> I was like, this is ironic, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, like, the ancestors are enjoying it. They're like, yeah, we back in full force, but somehow we're still doing a whole lot of work. My <laughs> I was a roadie. <laughs> Like this is not free. This is not fun for me. It's hot out here. God damn! I could not imagine doing this every day. <laughs> <laughs> Under the threat of, but anyway, <laughs> like right now, if I don't do it, I might not just get paid. If I didn't do it back then, hell, I might not never get paid. Point being, this is Black History Month. We have this month uh, just to say, hey, man, you know what? Before and. It's not just Martin Luther King and Dr. Charles Drew and Frederick Douglass, even though Frederick Douglass had great hair. Yo, I don't give a fuck what you say. It was laid. He had great hair, man. Like, he was TCB before TCB was TCB. Like, that nigga. My, my son was like. What they call it? Conkling? He, he had a mean yes. conkling. Like, like, laid to the side. It was gray and shit. That was, that's beautiful. It was just like one big lock. My son taught Frederick Douglass, he saw the, like, we was, like, you know, in the autobiography of Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass was born in Maryland, and I took him to Eastern Maryland to see where Frederick Douglass was born, and we live in Southeast D.C., where Frederick Douglass, like, ran away to after he was, he's <laughs> like, you gonna run to Southeast? Of course. <laughs> they will never find me, they will never find me. <laughs> so, my son, <laughs> so my son saw his mural, right? And he was like, yo, that's, he's like, that's Freddie Douglas? And I was like, yeah. He was like, why he didn't get a haircut before he took that picture? <laughs> and I was like, because he was a slave, nigga. What the fuck? But anyway, and he was trying to make a statement. <laughs> he made a statement that, you know, slavery sucks, but it gives great hair if you allow <laughs> Too much, too much. During this Black History Month of 2016, I would like to say I am really thankful that I'm a black American during the time when we have a black president named Barack Obama, and we have a black quarterback who was about to we beat the white establishment in Peyton Manning. Like, I am for, somebody asked me who was our foreign in the Super Bowl. I'm like, Cam Newton, of course. Like, Peyton Manning looks like every slave owner's child. <laughs> every, like, 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 we didn't even mean it. Like, that's how, Cam, that's how Peyton Manning, like, he's like, I like you, boss. Like, and I don't just, <laughs> Here's my thing. Here's my thing. My friend, our friend, your friend, our friend, friend of the show, Russ Green, right? Russ Green posted, and I asked him, he said I, I, he wouldn't mind if I said this on the show. Russ Green posted on Facebook this very real statement. He said, in this Black History Month of 2016, we will have a black quarterback by the name of Peyton, uh, Cam Newton winning the Super Bowl, and he will be called from the White House by a black president on the first weekend of Black History Month. What kind of shit is that? Yeah. When do they do that at? God bless America. God bless you, sir. God bless you, ma'am. That happened two years ago. God saved the queen. That happened what? two years ago. No, well, not really. It was Russell Wilson. He don't count. He's a Christian. <laughs> and he not fucking, he should be fucking the shit out of that girl. Whatever her name is, who sang songs. What's her name who sang songs? Ciara. Ciara. He should be fucking the shit out of Ciara. He talking about we celebrate. Not, where, where they do that at? But all, this is why people fear Cam Newton. Because he is impregnating women. 
Really quick, really quick. This is true. <laughs> Do you know what he named his son? Chosen. Do you know why? Because he's the one. No, no. This is. It's even better. It's even better. He didn't want to give. He didn't want to call him Cam Newton Jr. because that would put too much pressure, pressure on, on him. him. Yeah. So he named him Chosen. Chosen. That's a great name. This kid is like doomed for greatness. Like, <laughs> who are you, Chosen? What? Like how he has to like be the boss. He can't ever be like a line cook. <laughs> Never. You know. Like, <laughs> He's getting his virginity taken early. <laughs> you have been chosen. <laughs> this is why they hate Cam Newton. This is why America hates Cam Newton. And I like that America hates Cam Newton because it reminds me that this is still America and that even though Aaron Rodgers can discount double check, a black man cannot do an end zone dance because he should be, remain humble. I recently went to a, foot, uh, a basketball game, right? At this basketball game, and this is the truth about basketball. During Black History Month, you have the NBA All-Star Weekend, which is the blackest thing. It's like Black Thanksgiving. <laughs> it really is. If you've never been, you should go. It is just like a slew of black people like just doing whatever we want. You, you're do. not going to Toronto, are you? Not this year. Yeah. I can only go when it comes to DC. Yeah, yeah. But like, man, I think I got three babies from the last one. <laughs> I love we should we should you're have, right, I am six five, but anyway. We really should have a count. We should have somebody like count how many times you isolate the crowd or walk people. I love it so much. People don't know what to do with that. It's do you guys so feel isolated right now? Yeah. Well, the baby joke? The, the three of us are laughing, and then I no one. Well, well, the baby, oh, baby joke. Man. I love it. I'm not telling listen, you to change. Please. Listen, I only have two kids that I actually know of, and I, I claim a third who ain't even mine, so I'm a good stepfather, too. <laughs> Point being, this is why people hate Cam Newton. Everybody wants to be Cam Newton's child. I went to the basketball game, and of course, you know who's at basketball games, young white kids. And I was, I was looking at the Jumbotron doing it, when they do the dance-a-thon during like, the second quarter, Every white kid they put on the screen, you know what he was doing? The Cam Newton dance move. He was dabbing like they were sneezing. Pow, pow. Every white kid, and I was like, this is why they hate Cam Newton. Because kids don't care that that's Cam Newton. They just know that's a superstar athlete. Just like during our day when they loved Michael Jordan, when you loved Michael Jordan, when we loved Michael Jordan, and we had him all on our wall. Me, I had Wayne Gretzky because I was different. I didn't. I, yeah, I had. <laughs> I did not. I had Jordan and Shaquille. I did not have any white people. I had Wayne Gretzky. I had uh, King Griffey Jr., Michael Jordan, and Frank Thomas. And Shaq. I had Jesus on my wall. Was he black? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> My, gra <laughs> my grandmother had this painting. It was Jesus, Martin Luther King, John F. Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy. I think that that's like the, the black grandma kit. Because I is. had one too. And my I swore. You, you, you could not and tell me Martin Luther King Jr. was not a president. Me. I was like, he must have been president because why is Who? he next to Jesus? Who, John F. Kennedy? <laughs> no, Martin Luther King Jr. And they was oh. like, no, he just got shot like he was a president. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey-oh. That's how you know Abraham Lincoln too was black. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, come on, who else but a nigga could get shot in the theater? <laughs> Especially since he was known for giving speeches, he was probably up there talking. <laughs> oh, Robert e. Lee. This <laughs> is some of the hackiest, not funny shit, but you're so good at it that I'm laughing. This it's, is like... He just said it was hacky, not funny, but it like, was true. No, this is some hack bullshit. Come on, man. Abraham Lincoln was 6'6". Six, six. And he, used to watch, he had a Muslim beard and fucking nappy hair and shit. We seen the penny. <laughs> look at that penny. Let's say you look at a penny. He the only one facing backwards. 
put all your coins, put your, put the quarter, put the nickel, put the dime, and then put the penny. He's facing this way. Some people say because he freed the slaves. I say because he was one. But anyway, <laughs> he was a slave to the rhythm. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you do that like you, you have ten points and nine out of ten make sense. And then the last one, you're like, what the fuck is he just talking? That was a That's Grace Jones a reference. Thing. It was a Grace Jones that, reference. But this, what the fuck does that have to do with Lincoln? He was a slave to the he, rhythm. No, I got that part. White people don't have rhythm. Happy Black History Month. There you go. That's. Hey. <laughs> Well, Irish do. Irish people, Irish do. The Irish, they got rhythm. I've, I've, oh, well, I've now seen. I agree. It makes sense now that you've qualified it for Irish people. I've seen the dance. <laughs> I've seen the dance. So Irish people have rhythm just below the waist, though. Yeah. The top part, <laughs> still. Stiff. <laughs> it's all that red hair. It's all that <laughs> Does it make any sense? It's so great. I love you I so don't know. much. Red hair means lack of sunshine. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. I, I know. <laughs> I, read that, so I read that in National Geographic. Could you, that's why the Irish people couldn't be slaves, because it was like, God damn, we would beat you, but we can't. It would hurt. And it was, anyway. <laughs> like, you know, a brother just got to put cotton on his back. You know. Oh, my God. Which brings me to, <laughs> which brings me to Cam Newton, back to Cam Newton. Yes. Who I believe he's going to entertain us very much this Super Bowl weekend. He's going to beat Peyton Manning, who looks like the establishment, even if he doesn't. Hey, I don't like the fact that, like, a, a coworker of mine was saying, I think he should be humble. And my problem with that is, he is being humble by winning. You want to humble him? Don't let him win. Fuck don't yeah. let him into the end zone. Oops, I'm sorry, you can't. Why? Because he was 15 and 1. In my opinion, fucking Kank, what's his name, Cam Newton? He should act more like Kanye West. He Amen. Should be, he should be like, yeah, I won the damn game. And yeah, I gave kids football. And yes, I'm fucking all the top models after this. Um, that did exist, number one. <coughs> what did? That was Marshawn Lynch two years ago. <laughs> no, Marshawn Lynch only came here and, and he, he got talk. And, he and then he got, he got fined, and that's why he wouldn't talk the right. next year. It didn't work. The NFL is right. horrible. That's the, NFL the only thing that, dig this, right? Mm. What's his name? Richard Sherman. Yeah. Richard Sherman is a fucking Stanford graduate. 3.5 student. And the only endorsement he could get is Campbell Soup. You know why? Because America only wants to hear what a nigga has to talk about chicken. Especially when it involves noodles. We don't want you to use your noodle, just talk about chicken and noodles, nigga. Because, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's true. It's true. And my point being, Kanye West is one of the baddest artists of this millennium or any other millennium. This brother has been nominated for 57 Grammys and has won 21 of them. And excuse him for calling himself great. Oh, oh my God. Kanye West calls himself great and people are like, oh, wait a minute. This is a black man talking about himself. What, Martin Luther King would have never called himself great. No, he didn't have a chance to. You know why? He shot him in the head. Thank you. Oops. Really quick, two <laughs> things. I obviously agree with what you just said. Number one, though, the Kanye thing, I got a little, I don't know, sad or something today. And then I, I thought like, there's a new Kanye record this right month. around the corner. Yeah. We live in a this world. Is Black History Month. We baby. live in a world with new Kanye records, and people aren't just consistently happy. That's we. Th we because are lucky people, to be alive in this time. People hear what people talk. People, pe we in America have this false notion of we have. Okay, let's be honest. We have this Judeo-Christian ethic of. The only way we can like you is if you give yourself up for us. And by give yourself up for us, meaning you can't say how good you are. Jesus should have came, he should have just 
rose up off the cross and been like, oops, I'm the son of God, I got magical powers, this ain't even happening. That's That would have been the Kanye West and Jesus Christ and the Kanye West and Cam Newton, and I hope Cam, Cam Newton wins the Super Bowl and puts an album out afterwards, and I really don't. I hope he gets oh. Taylor Swift pregnant. Because that would really make white America mad. If he gets terrorist, terror, Ta Taylor no, Taylor Swift. Swift pregnant. I thought you said terrorist women. No, Taylor Swift. That's like <laughs> the whitest woman I could think what of What would right make now. America more mad if Cam Newton got Taylor Swift pregnant or terrorist women Taylor pregnant? Swift. Taylor Probably Swift. Probably you're right, yeah. Swift. Because somebody would be like, I can't, I don't believe it. People still, here's the problem. This segment's gone on 10 minutes too long? No. <laughs> has it? Has it? Are we, are we, we're about to wrap up anyway. Yeah. Here's the problem. My problem is, listen, you're young, you're an athlete, you're young, you're a musician, you're supposed to be an idiot. You're supposed to be an asshole. You're supposed to wreck hotel lobbies. You're supposed to go to, you're supposed to be like Sid and Nancy and shit, minus the robberies. You're supposed to be the- Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the robberies are fine. The murdering someone in your sleep thing you shouldn't do. That's, yeah. the, that's the Sid and Nancy part you no, shouldn't do. that's the part that made it the movie. That's why I watched it. <laughs> I was like, oh, the end they killed somebody? You're supposed to go as far to the edge as humanly possible and then come back and tell us the story. That what's, is what makes it art. That is what makes it entertaining. That is why we dig it. We dig football players putting themselves on the line every day. Why? Because we like to see how hard the human body can go, how fast the human body can go. We like to see that someone on planet Earth is almost fucking Superman. God forbid that that Superman is a Negro. God forbid that that Superman is in the White House. God forbid that that Superman is a black man with an Afro and a black woman on his side because somehow that still frightens people from Kentucky and Ohio and Tennessee and Utah and places where they still think that you have named all fifty states because it's in no Hawaii is cool. I've been there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hawaii got Bruno Mars. They like nigga, we love you. <laughs> <coughs> Here's some marijuana for you. <laughs> this is why I mean it's just it's just ridiculous to me the fact that a, a man or a woman actually has to stand up and prove themselves to be who they are. Hillary Clinton should just say this, vote for me because I am the shit. And she should be allowed to say that shit and she shouldn't be fortunate for running. We shouldn't be the first time a woman has won the fucking Iowan caucus and it shouldn't be a big deal that a woman could possibly win this fucking election. It should be a big deal that Donald Trump is the worst fucking human being on the planet and winning Stop, stop, the fucking stop, stop, no. stop, no, no, you know. WWE Hall of Famer Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Continue. I mean, this motherfucker, it looks like every fucking bad guy. No, no, no. No one in the world looks like Donald Trump. That, yeah, like, he's like, no, he's no like, one. No if you, No one. Okay, remember the 80s movies and the villain in every 80s movie? He still, he looks like, like an Trump. amplified. I mean, I'm talking about James Spader. I'm talking about like the bad guy in Pretty in Pink and 16 Candles. No, no. Donald Trump is him grown up. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Like, Donald Trump is the one dude who was going to make Molly Ringwald give him the pussy. Like, he was like, like, Donald Trump should not exist, but he does. And this is not a big deal. But Cam Newton giving a football to a young cancer patient is a big deal. Kanye West saying, I'm the shit, is a big deal. Well, you know what? I'm going to take the shit, and I'm going to listen to fucking Kanye West's album while I do so in my house in southeast Washington, D.C., on the piece of land where my people was once sold as slaves. Because thank you, I have property value, and I'm glad I have property value, because my people used to be value property. Happy Black History Month, 
And guess yes. what? We're not just coming. We are here. I ain't going back to Africa unless it's for a visit, motherfucker. <laughs> As I have said before, this land is your land. This land is my land. Only this land was made for you by me. This has been a color commentary <laughs> moment. This has been validated by the NAACP and the Nation of Islam. I don't think the Nation of Islam would like this show. Yes, they would, they would love me on this show. Sure, I'll give you that. I know them personally. You don't, I don't think they'll like the first 10 minutes of me talking about it. Why wouldn't they? You Probably talk, not. Here's the, problem, here's the truth. The Nation of Islam is very progressive. They were selling bean pies long before. <laughs> they were selling pies long We before. have to wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. This has been as long as other episodes. In closing... In closing, if you watch the Super Bowl this weekend, bet on Cam Newton. And if you listen to Kanye West's album, remember while you're listening to it that Cam Newton probably won the Super Bowl. He was also MVP, and he's probably getting Taylor Swift pregnant at that moment. We can only hope. Amen. I think he's too good for her, though. That would really bum me out. Who's another white woman? Uh, Chelsea Clinton. God, <laughs> Stacey Dash. Stacey Dash. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, with Turnip C. Jr., everybody. Get Stacey Dash pregnant. Awesome. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. She's brand new to the show. I'm very glad she's here. She's going to do some stand-up, and then she's going to sit for a short chat. Ladies and gentlemen, give your ears, give your eyes, please, a warm round of applause for the very funny Miss Kasha Patel, everybody. Kasha, the stage is yours. Hooray! How's it going, guys? We still in there? We still moving along? Cool. How many of you guys have been to Wonderland before? Yeah, it's nice. I've been observing the decor. There's like broken speakers back there that people are sitting on. There's like dolls that no one's played with for like years above the bar. There's like a poster that says it's the 10th anniversary for Wonderland, which like I kind of assumed because it looks like they haven't cleared anything out in the past 10 years around here. Uh, guys, I was back there Googling Cam Newton. <laughs> The conversation made a lot more sense after I found out he was a black football player. <laughs> I just did it within the last two minutes of the conversation, though, so I was still kind of lost the entire time. Great, great. Um, you know, a lot of people, they do look at me, and uh, they'll come up to me and they'll say, Kasha, where are you from? Because apparently it's not obvious. So I tell them that I come from a place where cows are really important to my livelihood. And a lot of people like to make fun of my drinking water. And to be honest, like a lot of people just forget this place exists. Uh, I was born in West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the one place where getting coal in your Christmas stocking is a good thing. Because that means you have a job. Okay. Has anyone here ever been to West Virginia before? Yeah, yeah. Where, where did you go? You nodded your head. That place with the water. Wow. I've, I've been to that place before. It's Harper's Ferry. Oh, it has the word fairy in it, and you couldn't remember, but you remembered that it has water. Oh. It is in West Virginia, and it's very close by here. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have negative stereotypes about West Virginia, but people don't realize all the really good things about that state. Uh, we are ranked number one with people with the highest cholesterol. 
which to me means that West Virginians have the biggest hearts. Uh, as you can imagine, there were not a lot of Indians in West Virginia. Uh, I was the only one in my high school. There used to be two of us, but then my brother graduated. <laughs> and then for college, I decided to go to a small liberal arts historically Baptist university in North Carolina that had like 10 Indians. And I remember thinking, uh, where did all these Indians come from? <laughs> And now I live in DC and I'm like, whoa, is this what India's like? This is amazing, wow. Uh, when I was young, one of my classmates actually asked me though, Kasha, are you mixed? And I was like, uh, yes, half of my genes are for my mom, uh, the other half are for my dad, and no, they're not related. But I actually went home that night and I asked my dad, I said, Dad, what am I? And I knew that he was prepared for this moment because he responded by handing me a book called, Daddy, am I Hindu? <laughs> but of course, like the book was all in Hindi. <laughs> and I never learned Hindi, guys, <laughs> because I was born in West Virginia. <laughs> it is not a useful skill. Uh, so I just assumed I wasn't Hindu, and I told everyone that I was Asian and that my brothers were Caucasian. <laughs> so it's a thinker there. It's, it's cool. Uh, so during the daytime, I actually work as a science writer. Do people in here like science? I think you guys were more excited about West Virginia, but <laughs> cool. Science, yay! Uh, yeah, so I'm a science writer and it's really great because every day I just talk to scientists and I learn about their research and I learn that neuroscientists are very good spellers because they're constantly spelling all these really complicated words like hippocampus, amygdala, insufficient funding. Uh, there's also the FDA just approved a new female Viagra drug. Have the females heard about this? Raise your hand if you've heard about this. Oh, and then judge the man sitting next to her. <laughs> uh, no, it's interesting though because this female Viagra drug works by affecting the chemicals in a female's brain, whereas regular male Viagra works by affecting the enzymes in a guy's penis. Like it's all down there. And it's weird to me that the way you excite a lady is to literally have something telling her brain, you want this. Whereas like the guy's just like, give me some fuel for my dick. Imagine he has a 401k. Imagine he paid for dinner. That one got sad at the end. I agree, I agree. Um, there are also some students that created this condom that detects STDs. It's actually coated in antibodies, so when it comes in contact with an STD, it'll actually glow a different color. So if it's yellow, it might be herpes. If it's green, it might be chlamydia. If it's blue, it might be on too tight. 
But now these kids, uh, they're 13 years old, 14 years old, and 14 years old, and they're all Indian. <laughs> uh, but this is how I can tell what kind of parent I'm going to be, because like these kids are probably virgins, uh, and before they can even think about having sex, they're already thinking about like the worst possible thing that can happen to them. Because like that's what kind of parent I want to be. I want to be like, kid, uh, sex, number one, it gives you STDs. Number two, it can give you babies. Number three, it's a business in some countries. And number four, it can be pleasurable. About like 60% of the time. I don't know. I don't know. Is that number too high? <laughs> Is it a little too high? Well, there's a new female Viagra drug that's out. <laughs> if that number is too high. Yeah. All right. I read uh, the last thing I'll say. I read this uh, other interesting uh, thing that these students did. They created this bracelet that you wear that actually measures your blood alcohol level. So if you're too drunk, it actually vibrates and it tells you, which sounds like so sophisticated, like way more sophisticated than uh, anything that I would do. Like I would just carry around a picture of James Franco from Spring Breakers. And if I found it attractive, then I knew I was drunk. I would also carry around a picture of Carrot Top. And if I found that attractive, then I knew I was blacking out that night. So. All right, guys, I'm Kasha Patel. Thank you very much. Kasha, sit down, please. Thanks for doing this. Hooray, yeah. Awesome. That's Allison. Hi. Hi, Allison. I'm fellow West Virginian. <gasps> Are you? Yes. Where are you from? My family is from Kanawha County. Oh, we're Charleston. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm from uh, Fairmont, which is half an hour south of Morgantown. I actually worked for the city of Fairmont did you? in college. What did you do I for went them? to WVU. You went to WVU. I'm a mountaineer. She went to the number one party school in the nation. I am the party girl. Yeah. That's why I wear crop tops in February now at Wonderland Ballroom. That makes sense. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. I'm sorry, continue. That's so exciting. Yeah. Uh, we're just having a nice <laughs> moment here. I'm glad. Uh, this Hi, completely Brandon. shatters my stereotypes of West Virginia. There's brown people there. <laughs> Me and my family. Wild and wonderful. You didn't even know it was happening. No. Um, where do you work? Where do I work? Yeah. Or are you not allowed to say? Oh, I can say where I work. Could you please say in the microphone where you work? Guys, I work at NASA. Yeah! Is it weird to be living your dream? Because that's kind of your dream, right? Like, you went to college for science journalism. I went to grad school for science journalism, yep. You didn't need to correct me. College was fine. <laughs> Don't worry, guys, she's got more than a bachelor's. And now you work at, like, where else do you go? You can't literally go higher than NASA. It's NASA. Like, you're living the dream. Is it, or are you just really sad? Which one is it? And that's why you're doing stand-up. No, it's actually pretty weird because when I was little, I said the number one place I want to work is at Google, and number two is NASA. Damn. Yeah. How old are you? <laughs> How old do you think I am? There's no winning this, so please just tell me the number. Uh, I am 24 years old. Oh. Oh, my God. Hey, would come back up here and make me feel young. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm not ready to be a parent. Oh, you broke his ready. heart. Here's the thing. You're funny. You're obviously Aww. smart because you work at goddamn NASA and oh, you got thanks. a fucking master's degree. And you're from West Virginia. Ye what the hell is going on? I don't know what the hell to ask anymore. 
How how did your parents create something good? Now how did like how Nat is this your like first job out of college? NASA? It's my first job out of grad school. Yeah. Fuck you. Get the God, so why are you doing comedy? <laughs> to make yourself sad? Like why why are you doing this? No man, comedy's great. People at my work love that I do comedy. They wrote an article about my comedy. I do science comedy shows and they all come and support me. Whoa, <laughs> slow down, slow down. Science comedy shows, expound, I do, please. Uh, plug. I do science comedy shows where they only do uh, where we only do science jokes. Uh, and it's pretty great. Do all do you and all of your coworkers hate the Big Bang Theory? It's all right. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know if we hate it. Do you hate anything? Uh, no. Okay, so <laughs> if you were possibly going to hate a sitcom that portrays science culture in any ways... Yeah, there's a lot of problems with the characters on that show. Just wondering. I mean, there are a lot of problems. They make scientists... Scientists are not that awkward in real life. Like, maybe one out of, like, ten... But like not, not like that. I don't know. They they need. I get it. They need to like go into the stereotype and like make it funny and blah blah blah. But yeah. But the people who watch The Big Bang Theory uh, know that that is a criticism of the show. Like the creators of the show know that. The creators of the show know that. Yeah. Sure. I I highly doubt that the majority of viewers know that. All right. Well, everyone listening to this podcast, oh, like yeah. thousands. I highly doubt any of the people listening to this show watch The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I can't be sure. Can we um, do a poll? How many of you guys? No. Um, <laughs> being a dick. Being a dick. Um, when did you start doing stand-up? Uh, I started when I was in grad school. Fuck you. Uh, in, Bo <laughs> in Boston. Uh, yeah. How was Boston? Did you like it? Oh, I love Boston. It's a good city. Um, I was actually really sad to leave it because I was only there for a year and a half um, getting my grad school degree. Your master's degree. My master's. In journalism. In science In journalism, science journalism. Where I have my job at NASA. This is so cool. With my 401k. I, I really, here's the thing. I really want to like pretend to fight you and go, you think you're better than me? But like, I, I know that you're better than me. So it's like, I am also in on the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, guys, I'm really not this pretentious. I, I you, you guys work, didn't even know that I worked at NASA. That's so ask. cool. Good job. Oh, thank you. Because I know that you needed a white man's validation uh, before. So only thank my, you so much. Only my parents, and they already approved. Oh, so, that's yeah. Aww. Have you ever made your parents upset? Honestly. Um, there was a time when they were really upset when I was in grad school. <laughs> um, this is real. I love this so much. <laughs> when uh, they were mad that I wasn't going to go to medical school. <laughs> And then, like, good things Wait, wait, happen. wait, so is you working at NASA a disappointment for your parents? Oh, definitely not. My brother's a doctor, and, like, we all agree that I have, like, the coolest job out of, like, all the kids in the family. Sometimes stereotypes are true, then. Uh, that people become doctors? People become doctors and work at NASA and have come from two-parent households. Yeah, I mean, I do have two-parent household. Yeah. Ugh, disgusting. One of my dad, my dad is a doctor. One of my brothers is a doctor. Oh, my God. Yep. Good for you. Uh, I'll tell them you said that. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. Uh, you got any plugs? Uh, yeah, my science comedy show. Everyone should go to facebook.com slash DC science comedy slash just Google science comedy. I'm doing a Valentine's Day show <gasps> on Valentine's Day 
at Beer Baron Tavern. And it'll just be a bunch of fun jokes about people being single and relationships and married and divorced. And it will be a good time because I'll be hosting and I think I've established I'm a fun person. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Kasha Patel, everybody. Thank you so much. Cinema Hearts, let's get you guys up here. I'm so glad they're here. I hope you like them as much as I do. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Cinema Hearts.
Thank you, everyone. We're Cinema Hearts. You can find us all over the place and online. Thanks for having us.